Oh, David. Yes. Why, look at the time. <gasps> I believe that it's the Chainsaw Minute. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. And it's almost like we didn't have one last week. But that must be impossible. <gasps> no, I don't I don't think that's true. I think you're forgetting things. I mean, oh, it's so un- right. it's so unpredictable. Sometimes you just look at the clock and it says it's the chainsaw minute. I looked at my clock last <laughs> week and it wasn't the chainsaw minute. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you either, but all I can say is I'm David and this is your weekly dose of Chainsaw Man. You can join us every Friday where we see what masterpiece Fujimoto put out this week. I'm Jordan, if you're looking for the regular Shonen Flop goodness, you can find our next episode, Monster Hunter Orage with, or I guess Orage, well, what, it, was, it was Orage, yeah, with Rough Senpai on Monday. Just a heads up, these recordings are open to everyone, so listen in and chat along with us on the Shonen Flop Discord every Wednesday at 5.30pm Eastern Time. You can find a link to it in our show notes or on our site, shonenflop.com. Yes, yes, exactly. And then to dive into things, Jordan, what was your devil this week? Well, David, let me tell you a little bit of a story that happened to me about an hour ago. I was just at this little local comic shop. I'm down in D.C. right now called Alliance Comics. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to some guys about like Chainsaw Man, of course. And my uh, that's what I usually talk to people about in my daily life. <laughs> I mentioned, oh, yeah, I do like a podcast on like canceled manga. And he was like, oh, man, you know, there was one canceled manga that I really loved and was really upset that it got canceled. David, what was the canceled Phantom manga? Sear? Yes. God. <laughs> That's still our hottest take ever, apparently, thinking that. I was like, oh, dude, you should listen to my podcast. Don't listen to the Phantom Seer episode, though. Don't, don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my devil this week is the Phantom Seer devil, which is that I fear an ultimate reprisal for our hot takes on Phantom Seer. Listen, if it gets people listening to the show, I'm all ears. Yeah, hey. <laughs> My devil this week, though, was the video game devil, because I've been playing way too much Spider-Man. Rachel, my lovely girlfriend, got me a copy of it. I have put in 18 hours over like six days, which as a 30-year-old, that's a lot. Wow. Very fitting, though, that this episode had this chapter of Chainsaw Man had a Spider-Man reference. Yeah, it really did, didn't it? It was what a great reference, too. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought you were going to compliment my segue into the plot summary about chapter 102, Save the Cat. It's pretty damn good. Thank you, Jordan. I really try. I imagine the video game devil, like, looking like Jack Thompson or something. I was thinking about him, how he got disbarred. Oh, yeah. Good for him. You know what? Good for him. Anyway, David, let's go to the plot summary. Do it. So is this chapter literally called Save the Cat? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. So Asa and Yuko are being chased by the bat devil when Yuko gets injured. Yoru tries to convince Asa to kill Yuko and turn her into a weapon, but Asa refuses and tries to save her, but she trips and falls. Asa reflects on how she always trips and falls like that all the time. She saved a cat one time and her clumsiness led to her mother getting killed by actually the typhoon devil from like part one. And then an old man points out to her that, hey, you see the cat. Good job. That's really cool. And then she just cried. You know, pretty understandable. Aza realizes that even though saving the cat led to her mother dying, her heart was in the right place and she kind of, and that's really all you can do. And it's better to kind of live your life in a way where you feel that way, or she wants to live that way anyway. Just then, a massive body crashes through the wall, crushing the bat devil and saving Aza and Yuko. Popcorn David! And a challenger approaches, David. A challenger challenger approaches. approaches. As it is the cockroach devil, who is then sent flying by, Jordan wrote my son, but he's really our son, a communal R, all of manga community. Yes. 
our beautiful boy, Dingy Man P, Chainsaw Chadman, <laughs> who's finally appeared. The Cockroach Devil Resort sees in the trolley problem scene from the first Spider-Man movie when he drops a teenage boy in a car full of old people. I'd personally be like, well, we don't need more boomers, so gotta save the kid. <laughs> From a large height. Denji is better than Spider-Man, though, because he lets him die, kills the cockroach devil, and then saves a cat who is also in danger. The media naturally praises him for saving the cat. Oh, there is so much there. Oh, my God. It, we were talking about it before, but, like, this was a double-length chapter. It didn't feel like it. I know. And it's also absolutely insane. He took a week off so he could just make a double length chapter because this would not have worked as two chapters. It is longer than a double length chapter. It's like a 2.25 length chapter. Yeah, sure. Like he went all the fuck out. And this paneling is fucking amazing, David. Which panel? The first page in the comic is one of the best pages I've seen in manga. Yeah. The opening double length one where it's like... It's such a creative panel. It's so creative. It's so good. It's so like successful. Do you I, mind describing it to the listeners who may not have the panel open? Because this is a visual... This is an audio format. I know, I know. And this is going to be difficult. So let me let me see if I can give you a good sense of it. Um, and Jordan, I take it this is the reason why this chapter was a 10 out of 10 this week. Um, there are multiple reasons why. Yes. I haven't gotten into the main reason yet. So the way he lays it out is that there aren't really quote unquote panels on this page. It is Asa and Yuko running across like a balcony, but the way that the balcony is set up with the columns and like the fences, it creates like this natural paneling effect. And I love that shit so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, David, you know, why don't we get into why this week's chapter was a 10 out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I mean, as you talked about, God, the, this chapter was a fucking masterpiece. I also, I really loved the dynamic between Asa and the War Devil, how it keeps growing. Yeah. And I also have noticed that she keeps being on the the right side of Asa, which now I'm starting to think isn't a coincidence, but I'm not quite sure what it might represent. No, I'm definitely going to pay more attention to that. I, I hope so. I might forget, though, because there's a lot to focus on in Chainsaw Man. There's a lot to there think is. about. Like, one thing I love is that you know, the generic uh, joke with like, um, you know, Twilight and stuff is where it's like, oh, Bella's whole thing is that she's just clumsy. You know, that's like her character flaw. She's just klutzy. Yeah. Fujimoto somehow has one of Aza's character flaws be her clumsiness, but the way he does it makes it actually really effective mm -hmm. because it's like she is aware of her klutziness. So it becomes like she should assume that she is going to be clumsy. And so like whether or not she should feel bad about it she still blames herself so it becomes a very complex amount of feelings and because we've literally watched her trip and fall and kill bucky <laughs> yeah i still can't believe that was in the first chapter that was crazy oh what a great first chapter also Azza's experience getting her mother killed and saving the cat is like completely perfectly mirrors denji's fight with the uh with the cockroach devil you know like in that her whole thing is you know i did the best that i thought i could do basically in the time and that's really all i can do and i want to live like that but denji is an extreme example of this because denji i'm sure it's not like denji was like happy that the kids and the old people died but he was like well i can save the cat now I think he really loves cats. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Power was a big influence. Like, Power was very blatantly represented by a cat. So I wonder if him saving the cat, every time he sees a cat, reminds him of Power. David, I'm trying to look at the, uh, at the metaphor and the themes that Fujimoto is playing with here, actually. Wouldn't put past Fujimoto that he just is shooting a bunch of shit and just seeing what's going on. 
Oh, I completely disagree. Fujimoto is 100% aware of everything that he does thematically. He ties so much together on like metaphorical levels. Like, I'll give you an example. You notice how the end, when Aza is sitting there with the cat, this old guy just comes over and points out, oh, hey, you know, uh, you did save the cat. And, and the point there that Fujimoto is trying to say is that people will see what you did and they won't see the people who died. They'll see the people that you saved. They don't even know the way that w in which you've suffered and the, the issues that you've caused or anything. They only see the main result. Whereas the end of Denji's thing, they have the media come in and say, Chainsaw Man saved the cat, which is the exact same thing that just happened, except that Denji has ascended. Denji does not give a shit. Denji doesn't fucking care. He's like, look, I saved a cat, you fucking asshole. Like all the other things with power and stuff, that absolutely could be a motivation for him. But my point is more just like, this is what Fujimoto is saying. I think it's a much more complex interpretation because it's not Denji should have tried to save one of those people, you know? It's like, it's such a perfect way to say yes. Denji's back. Denji is still the same. Absolutely. We got some of the coolest drawings of Denji in the entire series in this fucking chapter. Like, Denji looks dope as fuck when he's fighting the fucking cockroach devil. Yeah, um, I also want to say the cockroach devil, I, I'm sure you don't know this, but there is a creature called the Eldrazi in Magic Gathering, which this reminded me immensely of, and I wonder if it's a coincidence or if also Fujimoto just plays a ton of Magic Gathering. I could see him doing that because he's so ingrained in Western culture already. It's possible. It also, there is this like weird insectoid bone aesthetic, exoskeletal like aesthetic that has appeared in many different anime. Like it also kind of reminds me of Summon Skull, you know? Also, I'm looking at the page right now where Denji is like standing in the cockroach devil's guts. And I'm just noticing yeah. that like when Denji cuts him across like the stomach, the way that it is spurting out creates this natural panel that divides the page perfectly like mm -hmm. god damn fujimoto i think there's only one thing i think he may do better than paneling yeah the ability to draw people with the same facial expression without looking like you copy and pasted it yeah the subtleties like add to it the very slight differences yeah, because like when she's having that flashback about people judging her for killing Bucky, they all have the same neutral expression, but it doesn't look like the same face five times. And it's just so impressive he's able to do that, like we talked about in the first chapter. I mean, Asa is barely ever moving her face, but it says so much. It stops being, oh, he chose not to do that. And it's more, oh, by not changing her expression, he is saying something about her. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a failing of the author. It feels like a trait of the character. I mean, I completely agree. You know, the other artist, the other comic book artist that is able to do what Fujimoto pulls off with panels? Who? Will Eisner. Is that the person the Eisner Award is named after? Yes. He's the guy who wrote The Spirit. Oh, yes. And he does a similar thing where um, there's one amazing comic of his that I read. Oh, man, I don't remember what, it, what it's called. But like um, humanity receives a, what they believe is a message from aliens. And it basically just sends everybody, makes everybody crazy. But there are barely any actual drawn panels in that series. There are just like a ton of natural little tricks that he does to effectively create panels. It's amazing. And Fujimoto, what he does with a lot of this stuff reminds me of that. And I love it. That's awesome. If you can find it, I would definitely love to check it out. Absolutely, man. Also, I do want to say I loved how just quick and mundane and terrifying Aza's mom's death was. Parallels the current situation where a lot of people died to save a cat. Yeah, exactly. People dying in a car-related incident, same with her mom. Mm -hmm. she, her oh, mom yeah, got crushed by a car, right? 
<laughs> yeah, that is that, technically yes. She did get run over by a car. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> so it just shows how it's kind of the same pieces of the same situation. You've got a cat. You've got someone dying. Car related death. Except Denji just doesn't give a shit. While also literally just thinks about that moment over and over in her entire life. Yeah, but they still both save a cat, so it's great. Yeah, and by the way, we haven't mentioned it yet here, so if, if listener, you don't know, Save the Cat is a very famous thing in Hollywood. Yep. I think this adds a whole other wrinkle to this story. I'm pretty sure Fujimoto is being very meta with this. Yeah. Save the Cat is basically this concept where the first thing you do when you introduce a character is have them do something good, like mm-hmm. Save a Cat, so that the audience gets on their side. Yep, and the opposite is Kick the Dog. Yeah. And uh, I will... S- oh, yeah. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I had a a cat-related thought that wasn't necessarily on this topic, though. So (laughs) please continue. And what he's doing here is, yeah, they saved the cat. But I mean, you know, it's a little (laughs) little bit of a Pyrrhic victory here, you know? It's a, you know, Mm -hmm. look, sometimes in real life you try and do good things and sometimes you fuck up and do bad things because it's just, you fuck up sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> like you That's accidentally fair. decide to value you know you know so the fujimoto is the reverse iraqi yeah <laughs> like iraqi's just like nah kill all the pets kill them all especially all the dogs and shit whereas fujimoto's like nah let a bunch of people die as long as you save the fucking cat you better not let the fucking cat die <laughs> also david so a while ago i was trying to make that uh that shirt with uh chainsaw man uh denji holding gomez and i don't think you realize i actually spent like a long time on it and then i was just super unhappy with all the results but i am i lost my shit mm-hmm. when i saw the page of denji holding the cat because it was like the exact composition i had drawn out speaking of cats by the way i thought it was very interesting that the cat he saves in the end i forget the name of the cat fuck what the hell is the name i'm seeing pictures of it what the fuck is is it a tabby cat it's a siamese cat so yeah so the thing about the siamese cat is it's got black in its face and then its paws which are exactly the same spots that denji can produce chainsaws out of Ooh, that's cool okay yeah and then my last thought by the way is uh, shit, what's her name? Um, Power? No, not Power. I know who fucking Power is. Well, yeah, but I have brain farts. So Yuko, she got impaled in her leg in the same leg that she gave also the shoe. Ooh, okay. And I don't know if that's a coincidence or if that was del- very deliberate to point that out. I just expect it all to be deliberate. Yeah, there's no coincidence in Chainsaw Man. No, and it's also the same place where the cat got injured in the- Yeah, that was just very blatant. That was 100% on purpose, yeah. Just like my love of you. Yeah, thank you. Also, another thing, uh, the typhoon devil, which is the devil that got Asa's mom killed, is an old man in this version, and in his original appearance in part one, it's a baby. Aww. So, I don't know what that means. I'm a little iffy on the timeline of this, but that's kind of interesting. It's interesting Fujimoto's bringing a lot of devils back. Yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of people on the subreddit comment that in this, in part two, because Chainsaw Man has become a superhero, it is actively making every other devil weaker, Mm -hmm. which I think they kind of hint at in part one, but it's like, because it's reducing people's fear. And so it's kind of interesting the changes that that's having. But yeah. So Jordan, I want to say thank you so much for helping editing. You're very welcome, David. Thank you for also editing. You can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati. And as a reminder, you can join us recording these episodes every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find the link to it in our show notes or on our site ShonenFlop.com. And if you want some more Shonen Flop goodness, you can find our full episode with Rough Sub on Monster Hunter Orage by the creator of Fairy Tale on Monday. 
All right. So thank you so much everywhere, but David. <laughs> everywhere. At, everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone. George is following you saying thank you. David, yes. the point is I'm looking at my watch and unfortunately the chainsaw minute has passed. Bye. Bye.